vegetables she wants to do what people do unaona ya kwamba amebeba besheni pale ya green akiwa na mboga pale anataka kufanya kile ambacho watu wanafanya that means when she was down as a cripple hiyo inamaanisha kwamba wakati alikuwa chini kama kiwete she was crying out to the lord that one day if you give me feet i will work alikuwa anamlilia anamlilia bwana akisemea kwamba siku moja ukinipatia miguu nitafanya kazi and that she was longing to do this and then there's this young man halafu kuna huyu mvulana and then on and on so many of them ni wengi kabisa kabisa raised in the heart of the coronavirus wameinuliwa katikati ya virusi vya corona hallelujah hallelujah fortune mercy fortune mercy fortune mercy fortune mercy and many others na wengine wengi hallelujah hallelujah many many others wengine wengi kabisa blessings barongo from kisi blessings barongo kutoka kisi and they are still walking na bado wanatembea and then uh, we have here Halap- enoch blessings halafu hapa tunaye enoch blessings blessed enoch tunaye blessed enoch Many others. Wengine wengi. Raised in the heart of the coronavirus. Wameinuliwa katikati ya virusi vya corona. This irabonga. Huyu ni irabonga. Balancing. Akijisawazisha. And stepping. Na kukanyaga. And so blessed people. Na kwa hivyo watu wabarikiwa. I want us to continue. We are going to celebrate later. Tunaenda kusherekea baadaye. But I want us to continue with this very tremendous conversation. Lakini ninataka tuendelee na mazungumzo haya ya ajabu kabisa. That the Lord is having with the church. Ambayo Bwana anafanya pamoja na kanisa. And we go back the book of Luke chapter 9. Na tunarudi tena kwenye kitabu cha Luka sura ya 9. Turn with me to Luke chapter 9. Geuka pamoja nami kwenye kitabu cha Luka sura ya 9. Luke chapter 9. God deciding to define his church. Luka sura ya 9 Mungu akiamua sasa kuelezea kanisa lake kulitambulisha. He, he decides to define his church. Anaamua kabisa kulitambulisha kanisa lake. That you may know whether you are one of them or not. Ili kwamba upate kujua kama wewe ni mmoja wao ama hapana. The book of Luke chapter 9. Kitabu cha Luka sura ya 9. We are reading verse 23. Tunasoma mstari wa 23. And he says the following. Na anasema yafuatayo. Luke chapter 9:23. Kitabu cha Luka sura ya 9:23. He says. Anasema Then he said to them all. Kisha akawaambia wote. If anyone would come after me. Kama yeyote atanifuata. He must deny himself. Ni lazima ajikane mwenyewe. And take up his cross daily na achukue msalaba wake kila siku and follow me na anifuate and we saw na tuliona that that became a lead statement ya kwamba, a lead scripture ya kwamba hiyo ilifanyika andiko la muongozo kauli ya muongozo in identifying the true followers of christ katika kutambulisha wafuasi wa kweli wa kristo the true church of christ kanisa la kweli la kristo that became the minimum irreducible minimum Hichi. irreducible minimum in identifying the christian believer hicho kilifanyika kiwango ambacho hakiwezi kupunguzwa katika kuelezea na kutambulisha mkristo muumini and it's na anasema that if anyone would come after me ya kwamba kama yeyote atakuja kunifuata in other words kwa maneno mengine if anyone would follow me kama yeyote atanifuata let them deny themselves wacha wajikane wenyewe and take up his cross na kuchukua msalaba wake and follow me na kunifuata and ahead there he says na pale mbele anasema the next verse after he has picked that cross katika mstari wa unaofuata baada ya kuchukua huo msalaba he says anasema whosoever 
preserves his life, saves his life in this life. Preserves his life. Protects his life in this life. Guards his life on, in this life. He says, he will lose it. But whosoever loses their life for his sake, he says, he will gain eternal life. Then now you understand the purpose of that cross. That that cross is for crucifying you. And we saw very clearly that the worst idol, the biggest idol in the church in the body of Christ the worst idol is you the worshipping of self worshipping your will doing things according to your will that's why when Jesus was showing us the way he said in the garden of Gethsemane my father take it away this cup but may it not be my will but your will and we saw that in the book of Matthew chapter 6, 9 and 10 he said thy kingdom come thy will be done on the earth on earth as it is in heaven and we saw that that was the clear instruction of the intent of God for his purposes for creation the purposes of God for his creation were laid out in the scripture that your will be done on the earth as it is in heaven. And we have seen very clearly that in the garden of Eden, Adam and Eve, they worship their will. They prioritize their will. Self-will. Self-interest. Self-priority. And that has been the biggest undoing of the church globally. And that's why you see every preacher that comes up is self-will, self-will. Nobody ever cares to hear what is the will of God? What is God saying at this hour to the church? What is God saying right now to the church. What is the purpose of God in the church? What are the purposes of the Lord for creation? And that's why tonight I want us to launch on this. But before we start I want you to understand that in that scripture then he says after you picked up your cross then that if you lose your life on his behalf for his sake then he says losing 
for his sake. You'll gain eternal life. And so you understand that that cross is for crucifying the flesh. Then you also understand why when the two prophets hit the landscape, the first thing they said is that let the church go, go back, get back to the cross and the blood of Jesus. Now you just focus me 24 7 because of where we had it. So, the, 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 again, let me repeat this now. And I say that it is the blood that is the power unto the gospel. And that the cross is the heart of the gospel. How then do you move? with another gospel called prosperity. The gospel that you see being preached in the United States of America. Being preached abundantly in Nigeria. South Africa, Kenya, Uganda. Malawi, Zimbabwe, Zambia, Angola. Asia, everywhere. And in so doing, they dumped the cross, they, they pira, ellos pira in Spanish, they threw the cross out. They threw the cross and the blood. And so that's why the Lord is bringing an awakening to the church. And he's saying, how can you forget the cross and the blood so soon? When the Lord appeared for me in the sky, when God the Father sent the Messiah to appear for me in the sky, appear to me in the sky, it was on the right hand side of the sky, and I had everything I heard. The voice, the command of God. The voice of the archangel, the trumpet of God. And I've repeated that sound of the trumpet globally to every nation I've gone to. The exact rhythm. He says, that is how the trumpet would sound. After that, the glory shone on that side, immense glory. Then the Messiah stepped forward. And he came into the sky. And then when he was sure that I was now 
focused on him. I, I have totally focused on him. Then he showed me the nail pierce in the hand. The nail pierce. The nail pierce. He showed it to me. I could see the nail pierce glorious. And he took that same hand. And he prepared the golden crown on his head. I have an announcement to this generation. That when I look at you. I see as though you are saying. That when the Messiah comes, he's going back to die for you again at Calvary. But the news I have for you is that I have seen the Lord. I have seen the Lamb of God. I have seen the Messiah. I have seen the King. I have seen the cornerstone of Zion. I have seen the Savior. This time around, he has a golden crown. And then I saw the red cloth that runs diagonally from his shoulder down like this. And I saw the mighty sash that ties him up to the chest like this, the golden sash. After that, he walked, he turned and began to walk towards the left side of the sky. My left side. And every footprint that in every place he stepped in the sky, he left a footprint of glory. Glory. It was amazing. It was unbelievable. It was the kind of glory like when the Lord transfigured me in Nairobi here as you see on your screen. On the day when for the first time I administered Holy Communion for the first time ever since he sent the two prophets. And consecration service, during the consecration service of the senior bishops. And then the Lord came and transfigured me. The day before he had already done a wonder there also. Because I, when I was baptizing the bishops. The day before. Then he came and poured his glory. Pointed. There you go. Look at the glory. Life glory. Look at that glory. Every bishop that came towards me to be baptized. He walked into the glory of God. The Lord beamed his glory from heaven into the pool. And every bishop that walked towards me to be baptized literally walked into the tremendous pre presence of the glory of God. Look at that. Live on video, the living glory. You even see the glory moving. Amazing, amazing wonders of this time. And the Lord had spoken with me about this in the dream and I gave the prophecy on radio. I have seen in the dream that I'm 
going to be transfigured. And by voice he said that he is going to transfigure me. And so the day before he beamed his glory on the pool, on the water. When I was on the water, he beamed the glory all around me. So every single person that walked towards me entered the living dreadful glory of God the Father. It's amazing. The holiest white glory of God. It's just like at Central Park when now the cloud came over me. Exact. So he enveloped me here with his tremendous, purest, white, holiest glory. And at Central Park, you remember when now the cloud did the same thing. He did the same thing with the cloud. Yeah, this one here. Came and enveloped me totally. Tremendous. But at the pool again. Now at the pool. At the pool, this is what he did the day before he transfigured me. Hallelujah. Before he transfigured me, this is what he did. Then the next day, the transfiguration. Then you see now how when I was walking, the glory was like fluffs all over my feet. The glory was pouring from my feet and he covered the entire place with his glory. Entire. And the glory was pouring from my hands. Tremendous. So when the Messiah was walking across the sky, this is what I saw. I saw the flap of flaps of glory on his feet. And when he turns the corner the other direction, you will see the glory under the shoes. When he goes, continues, if he just continues, you will see the glory under his shoes. You will just see when he goes further, it's better. Look under the feet. Look under the feet. That is what I saw when the Messiah was walking. In the sky. And he left the footprints of glory and glory and glory. Glory as he walked across the sky. So he walked across the sky. From the right hand side was the left hand side. And he had glory all over the, all his feet and the, the footprints of glory and glory remains wherever he's touched. And then up to the end and then at the end he turned and faced me and then he showed me the other nail pierce that other hand had prepared the crown. And then when I was there and I, I, I wanted to start crying 
to tell him I was telling him to take him take me with him It was so wonderful to be there in the presence of the Lord in that vision Then I heard him say that your time is not yet And then he looked down like this and slowly turned like this and he walked like this and he entered into glory and the cloud covered him in into the kingdom of glory and I remained in that vision for some time the Lord left me there so I could see literally every single place across the sky where the king of glory had touched with his feet and so I have news for you. This time around, the Messiah has a crown. He has a golden crown. He has a tremendous crown of a triumphant king. So he is not coming back to argue with the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the Sanhedrin. No. He's coming back with pomp and color Anakuja. as a triumphant king. Fahari, kama mfalme, and that's why sababu, it's very important that you walk right with the salvation you behold at this hour. Na wakovu, mlionao, wasahu. And that's why sababu, when the Messiah himself find his church and he says that if anyone is to follow him if anyone in other words if anyone is to be his follower in other words if anybody is to receive the salvation that he served that he gave us that he delivered to the uh, to the earth to humanity that he earned for us that if anybody is to be born again he says he must deny himself deny themselves he must deny himself first get rid of self and then pick up his cross and go crucify the flesh the self Jesus was showing the way that leads the kingdom of heaven. He was literally saying that the way that leads into the kingdom of glory passes through the cross that there must be suffering and yet when you look at the present day church the only thing they have kept away is the cross the suffering of the cross they are not ready they are not ready for that. They have zero tolerance to pain, to suffering. And that's why tonight, I want us to navigate step by step. It's going to be a long sermon. It will spill into Sunday. And so, why is it so critical 
that we define exact the true Christ of church the, 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 hallelujah the true church of Christ to define exactly the true church of Christ the true believers the true followers of Christ why is that important number one look at the coronavirus it tells you that we have never been this way before. And I gave that prophecy December 1 2015 when I say a big disease would come from Asia and I mentioned India in the process and then I say it would spread all over the earth. The exact words I used. I say. It would throb the earth. In other words, shake the earth. And I say. There would be lack of equipment. Specifics. I say. Four years ago. Now coming, almost coming five years ago now. And I said people would flood hospitals. And you saw the report that came out in the US today. That says that the hospitals of that country are about to be totally full now. Everywhere, even Kenya. All over the world. I said hospitals would be full. And then I said it will bring a disease distress. I said lack of equipment. It is a wonder, amazing to see the accuracy of the words of God that details, details, exact details that should really wake up a generation and cause them to ask what then does the Lord want? Number two when you look very carefully the church of Christ ought to be preparing now. When you look at the happenings globally it tells you that the Messiah is coming. And yet we know that the major benchmark the major standard that one should look at the church and pick out regardless of nation the number one standard that when you look at the church of Christ you should pull out should pick up right away is the fear of God the fear of God so once you find that the church has lost the fear of God. Then that means there is need for work. The church of Christ has lost direction. She needs to be called back to the highway of the Lord. To the narrow road.
And so, Kwa hivyo, we know that the way things are happening now. And the way the Lord is speaking with me about the rapture of the church. When he showed me how she left the ground. And turned right. Up here. And then the huge cloud appeared and she entered inside the cloud. It was very shocking to see the entry the ultimate the final entry of the church and the glorious tears the lord and so this is such a critical hour in the history of the church and you know that the one that is coming that will define the dispensation of the tribulation the antichrist the foolish shepherd is brutal you know what the bible says about that dispensation and i told you that the coronavirus and the current global economic meltdown all these things you see the prophecies I gave are now fulfilled and fulfilling. They give you a glimpse, a window. A window through which to see what will happen in the tribulation. I have already prophesied another pandemic, Ta another disease altogether. I have already prophesied one very virulent disease that brings boils. All over the body. Kote, kote kwenye mwili. And the boils seem to they, they grow and then they ripen. Na hiyo mavimbe, hiyo mavimbe inakuwa, alafu inaiva. And then halafu, they have an eye. Ina jicho. That becomes like gathers like you the way you do gathers on a cloth. Ambayo inafanyika kama vile makunyanzi, kama vile unafanya makunyanzi kwenye nguo. Halafu inakuwa nyeusi. That becomes the eye. Hiyo inafanyika sasa ndio jicho. And it's very very infectious. Na ni kuambukiza sana kabisa. And that boil contains a fluid. And when that fluid bursts, that no. now infects the entire body again. I do not know whether that disease will take place before the rapture or during, or during the tribulation. But I have given that prophecy. I have also given the prophecy when there was up here, the shaking up here. When the Lord told me to step forward. And announced the breaking of that seal. That shook everything up there. The sixth seal. 
and and I saw planets dislodged Nami and stars, and some of them threatened to, sm to smash the earth. Nami and Nikola. I was doing this. People were doing this. I I'm already there. I've lived upon the earth after the rapture. I have said I have seen tremendous collision of planets up here and shaking some of them are dislodged and some of them are they knock each other and pieces come out and so then I've seen them come. There was a danger that if they smashed the earth, bye-bye human race. They events that take place at the breaking of the sixth seal. I have already lived there. And that prophecy I've put in the web I think two years or so ago. And, and we were fearing, everybody was fearing that it's going to hit the earth. But there was a panic. It makes me fear like the people on the earth will fear. That some of the planets might hit the earth. And then some of them moved very close. It was a near miss. And some of them I could see they're very crystal, crystal like uh, planets, like glass and crystal. Very costly, very expensive planets passing close to the earth. And one of them again. I see when it's passing is the, the, a lot of them pass close to the earth at the same time. Some on this side, some on this side of the earth. And one of them, I don't know how that planet is, but uh, it, it's, it's a planet almost round, but it has a sharp edge. I don't know whether out of a collision has a sharp edge like this. I don't know whether after collision or what. Or after meltdown of temperature. But it's a tremendous dreadful time. That we should prepare. When you hear that type of prophecy, you should seek to prepare and ask the question, am I walking right with the Lord?